No, you saw it in the title that we had y'all put in the comments at the top of the hour. No, not the top of the hour. The half of, hour ago. The top of the half hour. At the top of the broadcast. At the beginning. In the beginning was the title. And the title was... The Power of Being Hungry. No, but Come what, on. What, what was that? In the beginning was the title. <sighs> Marky, I need you. Uh, <laughs> the power that comes through hunger. Today... <laughs> Today we are talking about hunger. I forgot where I was looking. Today we're talking about <laughs> hunger and the power. There's power in hunger, and we're yeah. talking about that. Well, and if you've been here this week, we have had such phenomenal broadcasts. Like, yeah. if you haven't been able to go and watch all of them that have come out this week, take the time to do that. Monday yeah. and Tuesday, we really talked about the importance of covering of submission and authority and yeah. how to how to get help when you need help yeah. how to make sure that you're postured to receive like it was it was just phenomenal yeah. and then Wednesday and Thursday pastor said yesterday that they were two of the most important broadcasts that we've done like that they were just really really huge we talked about you know the enemy's traps and devices things that he's used to get us off course before and then yesterday we talked about how to encourage yourself in the Lord yeah. and Pastor just, oh my goodness, the anointing through Pastor Brian just brought this list out of fruit that yeah. we can use to check ourselves of, yeah. am I off? Like, am mm -hmm. I feeling, am, am I actually bearing good fruit? Yeah. It was really, really good. Well, last night, the Crabtrees, they lead a life group here at the church, and we were at life group. Hannah Sittler actually is what prompted the topic of today's broadcast. She was, she was talking about how pastors been preaching on a culture of power and how we need to carry power. Serena yeah. had been sharing last night at Life Group that for her, pastor sermon on Sunday really challenged her in a good way of if we're going to be preaching on I yeah. need power, then I've got to carry it. And yeah. Hannah asked, how do we do that? Yeah. <laughs> like it's one thing to hear it, amen, and agree yeah. with it, mm -hmm. but how do you do it? And Buddy and I started talking last night, and the Lord really started to, to kind of unlock some of these things. And then this morning in prayer, it came out again, just the importance of hunger. When you throw all of this together, you know, submitting and receiving and making sure that we're doing what we need to do and we don't feel like it, even the list Pastor gave yesterday, mm. so much of it ties yeah. in with hunger. So today we're going to be talking about the power that comes when you're hungry for the Lord. Mm. And you're, this is definitely one that you're going to want to share. So take the time to do that right now. Yeah. But was there anything that, you know, as, anything at all? I'm, well, I mean, just the reality that through hunger, you yeah, know, like it's not just like, yeah, 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 we we agree that we need to walk by power, yeah. you know, and just there's one thing to agree, you know, with, you know, like what the Bible says in Mark chapter 16, whenever, you know, G whenever Jesus is talking to the disciples and he says, and these signs will follow those who believe in my yeah. name, they'll cast out devils, they'll lay hands on the sick and they shall recover, they'll, um, you know, they'll hand handle deadly serpents, like all these different things that he's talking about, you know, it's one thing to be like, oh, yeah, we can do those things. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, you know, I agree that we should be carrying power. It's a whole other thing to become hungry, yeah. you know, and to hunger after the things that God has, has made available to us. Because if I were to ask you right now, like, how many of you agree that God is a healer? Oh, yeah, we, we you know, I'd say pr pretty much like 90% of Christians sure. agree. Oh, yeah, no, I know God can heal. Mm -hmm. You know, the question is how many of you are hungry enough 
to let that be a regular part of your life. Yeah. You know, that's that's where that's where the shift happens is the shift between just mentally agreeing that God is a God of power and actually walking in the power, yeah. you know, like because you'll see you'll go to a church, you know, and the power of God will manifest and flow. You'll go to another church and there's no power. And, you know, they, they can agree on the same things. You know, yep. they can agree that God can heal in different things. But in one church, God's actively healing and actively moving. In another church, God's act- actively doing, in, in their minds, nothing. You know, yeah. it seems like, well, you know, where, where, where is this power? Is it yeah. actually in manifestation? And, and if you look at the difference between the two, oftentimes that difference will be, are they hungering for what God has promised them? Or are yeah. they just, no, I agree, and then doing nothing to pursue the, the power? Well, it's like when it, the Olympics were just on, and right. so George and I watched some of the Olympics. Right. And it's one thing to, like, watch an Olympian do mm-hmm. something phenomenal yeah. and be like, look at what man is capable of mm-hmm. doing. And it's a totally yeah. different thing to actually go do it. Yeah. Like, I think you had made a joke at one point of how, or sent a meme or something about how, like, your favorite Olympic sport is sitting on the couch judging yeah. other Olympians fall. <laughs> like, yeah. Something yeah. like that. But it's, you know, all of us have the capability of, do, or the same potential mm-hmm. of doing what these Olympians are doing, like mm-hmm. pushing our bodies to the same limit. But not yeah. all of us are producing the same power. There's an action that has to come from us in order to produce those same results. So it's like Pastor Brian can preach on a Sunday morning about how important it is to carry the power of God, and we'll see him carrying the power of God and Pastor Nicole, and and then these mighty men and women of God, and it's, wow, like, look at what they can do. But they're able to do it because they made a decision. Mm -hmm. They made a decision to hunger after the things of God. And really, Pastor began teaching on this back, and and Pastor was on, if you're still on, correct me if the year is wrong, but I think Pastor really began ministering on this, like end of 2016, somewhere in there, right before we came into the building, because we had... We had Dr. Richard and um, Rhonda Moore come to the church. And it was around that time that pastors started talking about hungering for God. And then Dr. Richard came in, and his testimony is just phenomenal. He he and his wife, and I'm going to make it very, very short, he and his wife basically gave up their entire livelihood to travel the country with Dr. Rodney Howard Brown. And Dr. Rodney Howard Brown, it was... Like, they went to serve him, to minister, like, with him in that way. And I think it was, like, after a year, Dr. Richard just wasn't seeing the power of God come through him the way that Dr. Rodney was. He wasn't making money. Like, he didn't have a job. He literally was, like, living off of faith and all these things. And he went to Dr. Rodney, and he's like, "I, I don't understand. Like, why? I don't understand what's not working. And Dr. Rodney just looked at him, and he's like, need to get hungrier. He's like, I have given up everything I know to give up right now for you. Not for Dr. Ronnie, but for the Lord. Mm -hmm. But he realized it was true. Like he needed to get hungrier. And the hungrier he got, the hungrier he got, the more the Lord was able to flow through him until one day, like the power of God just Mm -hmm. 
consumed him and that hunger became his lifestyle. Yeah. You know, it's one thing for us to see, I can do this. Uh, yeah. And it's another thing to count the cost and decide yeah. I will hunger after God, yeah. no matter what it costs my flesh, mm-hmm. no matter what it may look like, no matter what other people may think of me, I need to get hungrier. Yeah. Uh, and I can't tell you how many biblical examples there are of that. Yeah. You know, you look at Moses versus the Israelites. You know, uh, you, you read in Psalm 103, God says, I made my ways known to Moses and my acts to the children of Israel. Yeah. So there's a difference between just seeing what God does and knowing, you know, uh, why God does what he does and knowing his ways. Yeah. And, know, and essentially knowing him intimately. Like Moses not only saw what God did, but he actually knew why. He, he had fellowship. God showed him his ways. And yeah. what was the difference between that? When Moses went up onto the mountain and God said, hey, I want to show myself to the people, the people stepped back and they're like, no, I, you talk to God for us. Yeah. They, didn't want, they weren't hungry enough to actually have. God literally offered that fellowship with the people and they rejected it yeah. because they weren't hungry. They were like, no, you, you do it. We're, we don't, we'd rather not. You know? yeah. So Moses was the one who would go up on the mountain. Moses was the one who would go up and have that fellowship with the Lord, spend 40 days and 40 nights just with the Lord fellowshipping. He was hungry. Yeah. You know, he was hungry for the Lord. And, uh, and because of that, he raised the staff and the waters parted. Like he was, you saw the power of God manifesting in the life of Moses. I mean, all all of Israel, if you asked him like, is God a powerful God? Oh yeah, for sure. Like we've seen the things that he's done. You know, we agree that God's powerful. But were they the ones that were actually flowing it? Yeah. You know, they, they got to see the provision of God, but that was mostly because of the hunger of Moses. Yeah. You know, for how sure. many times did Moses have to pray on their behalf? Uh, don't kill them. Don't don't like don't right? don't let them die because they're they're you know that you you could easily tell that they didn't actually know the character and nature of God because how many times did they say, oh you know. Well, we, we were probably better off back in Egypt. You know, we probably should go back. You know, yeah. or why did God send us out here to die? He did not send you out here to die. Did you not hear that he said, I'm sending you to a land flowing with milk and honey? But yeah. they don't hear that, you know. Why? Because they, they weren't hungering after him. They were hungering after fl- their flesh. Well, and that goes hand in hand with Pastor's broadcast on mm-hmm. Monday that we did mm-hmm. on the pioneers, the people yeah. who went ahead of us. Mm-hmm. A lot of yeah. times the, the realm of God that we are experiencing and we're able to walk in is because our gifts paved that way for us. Not us. Like, I'm not talking like our giftings. Mm -hmm. I'm saying our pastors, apostles, prophets, evangelists, Mm -hmm. teachers, they've prayed for us. We've gleaned so much from Mm -hmm. them that the goodness of God that's in our life is really a grace that's coming from them. But it's not just our pastors or our leaders' responsibility to hunger. It's every believer's yeah. responsibility mm. to hunger. Yeah. Because Jesus didn't say, send the fivefold into, yeah. the, into the world so that the fivefold can lay hands mm. on the sick and watch them recover. No, it said, <laughs> go into the world. Who? Believers. Believers yeah. go into the world. But we can't just go into the world as we are now, mm-hmm. you know, and you, we see that example with Jesus when he sent the disciples out and they couldn't cast the demon out of that person. Yeah. And they're like, why couldn't we do it? And basically they needed 
to hunger more. Like Jesus had hungered after God. Mm -hmm. Jesus was capable of doing it, but the disciples needed to hunger more. They needed to, they needed to step into that intimacy with God more. Mm -hmm. And that's what we need to do. It's not just up to the people that are at the front lines that others see. It's the people behind the scenes. It's people every single day that need to go. But we have a promise in the word that says those who hunger, Matthew 5, well, well, Matthew 5, 6 says, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, yeah. for they shall be satisfied. And that word satisfied, it means to be filled, to be gorged. Yeah. It's not that God's satisfying us with food. Like, that. that's such a little thing. Mm-hmm. Like, food is <laughs> food's nothing to God. Mm-hmm. It's those who hunger after me yeah. and my ways. Those who hunger and thirst after righteousness, yeah. they'll be satisfied. What satisfies us? Himself. Mm-hmm. He fills the yeah. hungry. He quenches the thirsty. Mm-hmm. And that's for every single person. Yeah. You know, when people are hungry, you hear it in them. Mm-hmm. You hear it. There's a hunger in their voice. Yeah. There's a different drive behind their mm-hmm. actions. Yeah. You know, it's, <laughs> it's why people will move across the country and just to be a part of a church that they've never even really been mm-hmm. at before. Yeah. It's why people will get up from their desk job to go pray with a coworker down the hallway. Yeah. It's a hunger to see the goodness of God manifest in the land of the living. But it's got to be something that we choose to yeah. do. Mm-hmm. You know, God, like even when we're praying and we hear this, we can't even ask God, God, make me hungry. Mm-hmm. He can't do that because that's a, that's a my decision sort of a thing. Yeah. He can help us, yeah. but he can't make us. So it comes down to a choice of, Lord, I need to be hungrier yeah. for you. Yeah. Like, I've got to have you. And if you were able yeah. to listen to yesterday when Pastor was talking about, like, how to get out of a funk, like, basically how to encourage yourself in the Lord, step number two was, I think, maybe, I don't know, it's one of the steps, was meditate meditate on the things that are worthy of praise. You yeah. know, meditate on the goodness of God. How do we get hungry? One of those ways is we start thinking about what we're hungry for. It's like Serena and I at the top of the broadcast when we're talking about pasta and then everyone in the room's like, man, I wish it was lunchtime right now for us. I would like to eat because we're talking about it. We're meditating on it. It's the same way with God. The more you talk about his goodness, the more you want his goodness. Yeah, yeah. Well, and imagine what the church will look like when the body collectively yes. chooses to hunger for God. It'll, it'll look completely different. Yes. Rather than, like, like what we were talking about earlier, just relying on somebody else's hunger. Yeah. Because you know? the, the, the honest truth is if we, if we spend our lives relying on someone else's hunger, we're probably not going to see God move as much as, as we should, as yeah. much as God desires to. Yeah. Because God's not going to force his stuff, his power on us. Yeah. We have to be willing to, to, to reach out to him. hundred percent. And, um, and like you, you look, looking back at Moses, you know, like they had to wander for 40 years because yeah. the people chose not to hunger. But then whenever you get into Joshua, when that generation went away, you, yep. you see another generation of people who were actually hungering after God. You know, uh, you see Joshua, Caleb, you see the people of Israel, they listened, they, they, they got excited. And you saw, you yeah. saw what God wanted to do from the get go. He didn't want them to wander for 40 years. Um, but you see what God did. They went in and they just uh, pretty much every single battle yeah. that they entered into, they were victorious over. Yeah. I love the book of Joshua because you just see 
victory after victory yeah. after victory after victory after victory. And yes, they met, met, missed it every once in a while. Sure. But you just see consistent, continual victory and increase in the people. You know why? Because they collectively chose to hunger after God. Yeah. And so, like, you know, one of the things that 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 you see a lot today is, you know, and there's nothing wrong with with this unless you're. It's really dependent on your heart. But a lot of times, people will. You know, uh, reach out to like a, their pastors for prayer or to a prayer chain mm -hmm. because they don't actually want to do the fighting themselves. Yep. They want someone else to fight for them. Yep. Hey, I have this need. I'm really not hungry for the Lord. So, uh, Pastor, can you fix my issues? Can yeah. you can you pray on my behalf? You know, now it's a good thing for us to come together in agreement. Two people in hunger, you know, and in agreement. Man, that that'll that'll that's yeah. powerful. You know, uh, you you read in the in James chapter five. You know, the effective fervent. What, what is effective and fervent? That's hung, a hunger-filled yeah. prayer yep. of a righteous man. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. They shall be filled. Yep. It, it avails much. It, there, there's, it's dynamic and it's yep. working. The, the power is there, right? I think the Amplified talks about the power of God, dynamic and it's working. Yep. See, that's what happens when, so when I come to pastor, I'm not just saying, pastor, I want you to fight for me. I want, I want your hunger to work on my behalf so I can just sit back and be lazy with this. No, yeah. um, no, what, when I'm coming to him, what I'm saying is, I'm hungry yeah. for an answer, and I'm hungry for the power of God to move. And I know that you have a level of hunger that's far greater. Help lead me to a place where I get hungrier. Yeah. And as we come together in agreement over whatever this thing is, man, it's gonna it's gonna be demolished. Yeah. You know, whenever I you know I put a request on a prayer line or something like that, I'm not saying, well, you know what, I don't really feel like fighting this myself, so I'm just going to throw it out there and have other people pray for me yeah. and hope something happens. That's not, that's not going to work. Yeah. Uh, no, what I'm doing is, is I, and when I'm sending my prayer requests, I'm making sure I'm sending it to people who are hungry. You know, I, I'm not, I don't want to send my prayer requests to people who aren't hungry because they'll probably bring me down yeah. more than they'll lift me up and agree with me. Yeah. But whenever I put it on that line, I'm agreeing, you know, I, I'm hungering and the people around me are hungry, yeah. man, we're going to be able to handle this because, yeah. because the hunger of God is, you know, when we all collectively choose to hunger for God, that's when Jesus said, on this rock I'll build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail yeah. against it. They, it won't prevail against people who come together in, hungry, in hunger after the Lord. Well, and one thing I would say, like, before we go any further in the broadcast, What's important to do right now, like yeah. as we're talking about it, is get our hearts in mm -hmm. a place of willingness yeah. to care more about what God thinks than yeah. what man thinks. Yeah. You know, when you go through the word, when you go through the New Testament especially, you have all these instances of people who were, and you brought this point up when you moved. I never thought of it like this. And it just, it blesses me still today of how hunger has a sound, you yeah. know, that was one of the first things I ever heard Buddy minister on, and I'm like, that's anointed. Like, that's, that's the Lord right there. Because hunger has, it does, it has a sound. You can trace it through the New Testament of the cries of the hungry are what provoked Jesus. You know, blind Bartimaeus crying out to Jesus. You know, the woman with the issue of blood, she didn't necessarily make a sound but she that we know of, but she pushed her way. Like, hunger has a sound. Hunger has an action. Hunger makes you stand out from the crowd. It's going to make you sound different. Like, one of the... One of the ministers who I, like, she is so anointed. But when I first started listening to her, I didn't honestly like her, like, <laughs> in full 
in Vogue Glass House was Catherine Kuhlman. She was such an anointed woman of God. But when I watched her, like, my flesh was like, she's weird. Like, that, that's literally what my flesh thought. But she was so hungry for God, and you could hear it in her voice. Like, I was watching her one day, and I wrote this down. Like, the Lord brought it up to me right before the broadcast. And I, I wanted to have it in front of me all the time um, or available to me all the time. And she said, hunger is the greatest persuader I know of. It is a marvelous mover. Nations have learned that you can do most anything with a populace until they get hungry. But when they get hungry, watch out. There's a certain spirit of desperation that accompanies hunger. I wish to God that we were all desperately hungry for God. You know, and she she ministers. And as she was ministering, like the people were there, but it was really her and Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Like you read through Benny Hinn's book, and I'm not advocating these people necessarily, but the hunger they had provoked God in them. You read through some of his books, like Good Morning Holy Spirit and the Anointing, and there's just a hunger and a fervency. And these are people that have been ridiculed, have been yeah. put down. Pastor's been ridiculed. Pastor Nicole's been ridiculed. It's got, hunger's gonna make you do yeah. weird stuff. To the world. Yeah. Like the world's going to look at a hungry person and be like, you're weird. I don't know. I don't yeah. know about it. But the fruit of yeah. hunger is what draws men yeah. to us. Yeah. You know, think of like being physically hungry, not yeah. just, eh, I could eat. No, eh, I could eat means that you can really wait a few more hours until you need food. But go for, like, if we go 40 days mm-hmm. without eating, it's, no, get me food now right, because right. I'm going to rip your face off. Yeah. Like, get me food. I will take it. It's like with a little kid. If, yeah. if they're there, I'm hungry. Okay, would you like an apple? No, I want some gummy worms. Okay, well, you're not hungry. You're just picky right now. Yeah. Hunger eats. Yeah. Hunger feasts on, mm-hmm. on whatever's available. Yeah. Hunger provoke like yeah. it's a sound, it's an action, and people are gonna look at you. Yeah. Like they're gonna. It's yeah. it's part of it. Yeah. But when we decide, I care more about how I look to God yeah. because the hungry person is who pleases God. Yeah. The hungry person is who gets healed. Yeah. The hungry person is who power flows through. Yeah. The hungry person is who dances in the streets in his ephod as he's carrying the Ark of the Covenant back. And as David's wife looked at him dancing, she's mocking him, but she didn't realize the hunger he had for yeah. the things of God mm-hmm. far outweighed his hunger for her it's a hunger will cause men to look with scorn if they're looking with worldly eyes but the power that's produced through that Mm -hmm. hunger will bring all that scorn to nothing because fruit cannot be argued with the fruit of hunger Mm -hmm. is power and it's time for the body Mm -hmm. to get hungry We can't hear messages on, well, we've got to carry power and not think, I've got to get hungry because it's never going to come unless I'm hungering for him. Mm -hmm. I need him. I've got to have him. If I'm going to be a soul winner, I've got to get hungry for it. If I'm going to be a minister of the gospel, I've got to be hungry for him. I need to be hungry. And you can hear it when it starts to come out. But it comes out the more you meditate on it. There have been days where I've been hungry Mm -hmm. and days where I haven't felt like being hungry and Mm -hmm. I've needed to do what pastor said yesterday. But that's a decision of I'm going to be hungry today like I was yesterday, like I was at the beginning. Mm -hmm. I've got to be hungry. Yeah, well, hunger draws people to a decision. Yeah. You know, that, like just like what you were talking about. People are forced to make a decision 
when you choose to hunger. Yeah. And uh, most people would rather not make a decision sure. in their flesh. That's why you see with blind Bartimaeus, with used to be blind Bartimaeus. You know, he uh, like he was hungry and he was crying out for Jesus. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And everyone's trying to tell him to shut up. You know, everyone's trying to to shut him up, try to yeah. try to get him to stop hungering. Essentially. Yeah. Why why were they trying to do that? Because what hunger does is it exposes the lukewarmness in people. Yep. You know, if I'm hungry, th- that's why that's why people can come to our church and then not like it and leave because yep. we hunger after God. We hunger after things of God. How many people have come to church, but they didn't want to be a soul winner, so they had to come up with a reason why they could, yeah. why they had to leave, and it's, it's always our fault in yeah. their minds. Why? Uh, because they don't want to hunger after the things of God. That's picking you the know? gummy worm over yeah. what they actually need. Exactly, yeah. exactly. See, my hunger draws people to a decision, and honestly, it draws me to a decision. Yeah. Like, I, I remember, uh, so I was a youth pastor for about two years or, or a year and a half, um, at, at my previous church, and then I w- w- went to a meeting where Jonathan Shuttlesworth was preaching. Mm-hmm. People started getting healed. I mean, there was a girl, uh, a teenager there who uh, she would she would cut herself on, on her stomach. She would cut herself regularly, and uh, she had all these scars. and uh, And he prayed for her, cast that devil out of her. Yeah. And uh, and she was delivered. She woke up the next morning, and all the scars were gone. That's you know? awesome. Like, and so like they're sharing this testimony. I'm like, oh. Oh, oh, I, I got, I was drawn to a decision point. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm, this is not normal in my life. So either I have to make a decision. Am I going to go after that? Yep. Or am I going to go after what the word says? Yeah. You know, am I going to go after what God says is available to me? I had, to, I had, I was forced to make a decision. There. Yeah. You know, everyone there was also forced to make a decision and, you know, and people made decisions, right? Yeah. Jonathan wasn't welcome back. It, you know, it, it's an interesting thing. But, uh, you know, uh, Ke- Kevin Oki, I, I know that he says that's my favorite Jonathan story. It's powerful. It's powerful. That's the Holy Ghost, you know. Uh, that's what happens when you give yourself to the, to the power of God. But, yeah. but hunger draws the people around you to a decision point. That's why Jesus said, you know, I've not come to bring peace but a sword. Yeah. You know, what, what, what is that? I've come to b- draw people to a decision point. And, and you even read in the book of Revelation, you know, when, it, when Jesus is talking about lukewarm, you know, I'd rather you be hot or cold because hot and cold brings you to a decision point. But lukewarm doesn't. Yeah. So that's why a lot of people get more comfortable in a lukewarm church because it doesn't draw them to a decision point. Yeah. But when I, whenever you get into a church where people are actually hungering after God, you know, that's one of the things that, that I love most about my mom is I, I've watched her hunger after mom. God, you know, her whole life. You know, yeah. like we, we, were at, we were at a church that wasn't, that wasn't flowing in the power of God. And she was like, I know there's more. Yeah. So, we moved, so, so we changed churches. And, you know, a lot of people at the old church, they, they weren't as hungry for the things of God. And they were saying, oh, no, that's, that's, that, that church is full of the devil. Yeah. But mom knew. She knew there's more to God, and, and, and I'm going to find that here. The Lord was, yeah. was leading her to that. And I don't think any of the, I, not many, if any, of the kids that I was raised with at that old church are even yeah. serving the Lord today. So what the decision my mom made actually say it wasn't, you, my, my hunger doesn't just affect me. Yeah. I guess, if anything, that's what I'm sharing. And my mom's hunger didn't just affect her, even yeah. though people were, were coming against her and accusing her yeah. and saying these things. She chose to hunger after the things of God, and that that saved us. Yeah. You know that I, that literally saved us. And so that's why it's so important for us to recognize the importance of hunger, because my hunger will draw the people around me to a decision point. Yeah. I can't really affect 
the decision that they make, that, that's really not my, my decision. But the only decision I can make is, am I going to grow in my hunger for yeah. the Lord and the things of God? And what, what the decisions that people make around me, the things that they say about me, I'm not going to let that affect me because I'm hungering after the things of God. Yeah. And, and if my hunger is draw, if my life is not drawing people to a decision point, am I hungering after God? Right. You know, I need to, my life should be so full of hunger after the things of God that it draws people to make a decision. Yeah. It really does, because that's what hunger does. It draws people to, to make a decision. Yeah, well, and it also, hunger is what causes us to go higher yeah. in the things of the kingdom. Like, as you're talking, what it reminds me of is Brother uh, brother Teddy, a couple years ago, yeah. he was ministering on this pretty pretty regularly, and what the Lord had told him was, I can't take you any higher with your current level of hunger. Mm. Like, t- and, yeah. and Teddy knew wow. that there were things that he was called to do. Mm-hmm. There are things that the ministry was called to do. Yeah. And the Lord is talking to him about it. He's like, you can't go any further. Yeah. You can't go further with me mm-hmm. unless you get hungrier. Mm-hmm. And, you know, think of it this way. We've heard it's our year of multiplied increase. Yeah. We've heard here at Boomerang specifically we're launching Troy this year. Yeah. Boomerang Troy is about to take off. Yeah. We heard on Sunday yeah. that it's our responsibility to carry a cu- yeah. and to be a culture yeah. of power. Mm-hmm. We can't do those things just with our current level of hunger. Yeah. If we could have, we would have done them before. Mm-hmm. But that means if God's calling me to more and he's always calling us yeah. to more, it means it's my responsibility to hunger more. Yeah. Like I'm not done growing. I'm not done looking like him. Mm-hmm. I'm not done moving forward. Yeah. I've got to keep going, mm-hmm. which means I've got to get hungrier. Yeah. I've, and look, our hunger, like you watching, you're watching this broadcast right now. This is one of those topics that feels challenging to the flesh. We know that. So we already know that if you're still here and you're still watching, mm-hmm. you're already hungrier than the average Christian. Yeah. And that's <clears throat> phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But don't stop there. There's more to have. Yeah. There's more to have. Like a baby can eat a small amount of food. I bet Serena could out eat a baby with mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. Why? Because she's got, I heard her go, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> because she's given herself to hunger for them. Mm-hmm. That's just Amen. a worldly practical yeah. like yeah. explanation. We can feast on God. We can feast on him more yeah. and more and more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and here's what came up to me this morning was in the moments where we don't feel hungry. Because here's the thing. You can have a moment where, like, the emotions are there. Yeah. The, the ambiance is great. Like, yeah. everyone's slain in the spirit. It's like, yeah. I'm so hungry for God. Yeah. I call it the youth, the youth camp symptoms. Yeah. Um, and then you go home. And a week later, like you're on this high, a week later, it's like, I feel nothing. I mm-hmm. feel dead inside. Mm-hmm. Basically, like yeah. that's a welcome to youth Bible camp. <laughs> right? I'm going to go and lead my school to Jesus. And then I yeah. forgot my Bible at camp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like a week later, it's like, oh, it's gone. <laughs> but every, yeah. every person has faced this. Yeah. Even the pioneers of the faith. Yeah. They have, and they've broken ground. So what do we do when we don't feel hungry? We get hungry anyway. We put it on. It's a decision. 
You know, it's like, how do you change your taste buds? You make yourself yeah. eat the food that your you want your taste buds to crave. Yeah. You know, if you detox your system of junk, just naturally, if you detox your flesh yeah. naturally of junk, naturally of preservatives and sugar and whatnot, and you are eating pure, healthy, great, yeah. whole foods, and you try to reintroduce some of that processed mm. junk, yeah. it tastes like processed junk yeah. <laughs> because your taste buds are so used to the pure. But how did it get there? You ha We had to keep hungering for it, even when our flesh was like, yeah. I want the Taco Bell today. Yeah. I, Abby, take me to Taco Bell today. Mm. Do it. You know, when our flesh wants those things, feast on the things that we need to have instead. Yeah. Feast on the word. Yeah. Feast on, on him. And a great, great way to do that is in Revelation 2. Pastor has this series that he's gone through. He has said for a while that we're probably going to do it again very soon called Reset. And it's talking about resetting back to your first love. If you are at a point where it's like, I don't feel like hungering. I don't feel like it. Then go back and think on what was it like when you first fell in love yeah. with him? Because if you're a believer, if you truly have made Jesus your Lord and Savior, yeah. then there was a moment where you were like, Jesus, there had to be. There had to be a moment where when you accepted him, it was, Lord, you're so good. You're so good. I want you. I need you. I have to have you. I make you my Lord. I make you my Savior. There had to be that moment. And when that moment hits and you fall in love with the Lord, oh my goodness, those believers can do anything yeah. because that love, that hunger for him drives them. Those are the people who make the best soul winners yeah. is a brand new convert because they have a fresh revelation of I once was yeah. blind 10 seconds ago, yeah. but now I can see like I've yeah. never seen before and I want to introduce you to him. Think back on those times. Mm -hmm. Like for me, when I felt stale or I have just felt like uh, there's no point to even trying, I can't keep going. I'll think back. Like when I tr first truly, truly, truly fell in love with the Lord after I got saved, but I really just gave myself to him, was around the time I came here with Teddy in 2012. And I'd just been filled with the spirit. Oh my gosh, I was, I was such a baby and all the things of the spirit. <laughs> He was such a baby. I had spoken in tongues for maybe like two, three months, maybe. And I came here with Teddy and we just went out soul winning. I was like, cool, this is fun, awesome. And I like was hyped to go door to door. Yeah, let's do this. I'd wake up early every morning while I was here in town. Mm -hmm. But there was this one day where Teddy called me baby, like I'm a baby. And in, in the things of the Holy Spirit, I'm like 23, I think. I don't, I'm around there, 23 or 24, but I think I was 23. And Teddy called and was like, hey, we just got a call that this guy who had this stroke, he's completely paralyzed, he can't talk, he has no mobility, can't move any of his limbs, and they want me to pray um, for him. I can't get there. Can you go? I, what? <laughs> like, I just got a prayer language. You want me to do what? But I was so... Hungry for God? No wasn't even in my head. Mm -hmm. It was cool. 
Teddy thinks that I can go pray for this person. They're going to get healed. Let's see what God's going to do. So we get to the nursing home. It was me and a couple other girls. And there's this lady in a wheelchair outside who was like, oh, you're the girls from the tent meeting in town. I can't walk. Do you want to pray for me? Hungry Barrett in that moment was like, I'm about to go pray for a paralyzed man who can't do anything. Sure, we can pray for you. You're talking. She got up out of her wheelchair and started dancing. Wow. Like, that that was not Barrett. That wasn't the other girls that were with me. That was the Lord moving through hunger because hunger only sees one option. Hunger only sees God. So then we go in the nursing home pray for the man. They actually kicked us out of the nursing home. Like they wouldn't let us stay to finish praying for him. But when we came in there, he wouldn't move, like couldn't move, couldn't talk, couldn't make a sound. By the time we left, when they made us leave the building, because they thought we were weird, Mm -hmm. because hunger makes you stand out. By the time we were leaving, he could clench open and close his hands. He was starting to make like grunting sounds. His feet were moving. They told us that night that he had started moving more. Mm. Like hunger will yeah. make you do these things. Yeah. So when I have felt dull, I'm like, I can't, what good comes out of Barrett? The Holy Spirit will quickly take me to, it's not you, it's me. And remember what happens when your love for me drives you. Mm-hmm. Remember when hunger drives you. And it's the same way with you. Maybe you've not done things of this nature before, but you know that when you were in love with the Lord, the word was your source mm-hmm. and you dug in and you were hungry to read, hungry to be in his presence, hungry to pray. That's what we do is we think back. Mm -hmm. We don't live back there, but we think back there Mm -hmm. when we need those testimonies to kickstart us back to where we should be. Yeah. It's in that love that we actually encounter the the real power of God. Because all those things, that's the love of God in manifestation. Yeah. Healing is the love of God in manifestation. You know, financial breakthrough is the love of God in manifestation. So, when we when we have a revelation of the love of God and hunger after Him, man, man, what's God gonna not do? You know, if He didn't even spare His own Son, yes. Talk about love. How will He not also with Him freely give us all things? Having a revelation of the love of God will draw us to a deeper level of hunger. Absolutely. You know, oh my God loves me. My God wants to do these things for me. Man, well then I I want I want to love Him the best that I can. See, because mm-hmm. it's not necess- It's not just. God's love for me. I need yeah. a revelation of God's love for me. Yep. But once I receive that love, because the Bible says in First uh, John, uh, it says we love, I think First John chapter 4, we love because he first loved us. So whenever I gain that revelation of the love of God for me, that now puts a power inside of me to yeah. be able to love him back. And as I pour out that love and hunger, and hunger, to love him, yeah. that everything's going to go to a whole different level. It's going to go to a higher level because I've chosen, I receive his love and I'm returning to that love yeah. and that love is empowering me to hunger because I can't fully hunger after him without receiving that love. Yeah, well, and it's with not mm-hmm. moving by love is one of the reasons I, be- I believe that a lot of marriages will fail mm-hmm. is because when you first, when we first fall in love with our spouses, you know, you're willing to do yeah. whatever. One of my favorite things in the world is listening to Serena and Buddy dating stories because Buddy loved Serena hard and very quickly. Like before Serena probably loved him, like Buddy was all in. Like, I feel like I might have loved her before she even... 100%. Had a conversation with me. I have no That's doubt. That's very likely. 
But like you listen to stories that but that Buddy and Serena Wait, can will I, tell. Can I give a caveat? Because sure. that sounds very creepy. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, I mean, it worked out, but you know. You just I, got all the girls. Oh, that's oh, sweet. That's so sweet. Nice. No, but I did. I did. When I say love, I did feel a sense of covenant before we had a conversation. Sure. Like there's something different about her. That's what. I, that's what I'm talking about. No, not I get like, that. Not like I would stalk her and do. Well, I mean, I would. Never mind. <laughs> But I mean, just that right there. Truly, like Buddy, Buddy was all in very quickly, and so you hear these stories of things that he would try and do to impress her. Like the one that popped into my head was Buddy diving headfirst into a puddle, mm -hmm. um, just because Serena was around and he wanted to make her laugh. Like that—that that was a symptom of his love for her. Like it was a fruit of it. George and I, when we started dating, like oh my goodness, we would—I like George lived two hours away from me. I would drive two hours to have dinner with him for an hour to then drive back two hours. Before I had to, you started dating? Oh, so after sounds, we were dating. I was going to say, that sounds like dating. Sorry, I was like, before, <laughs> well, before we were dating, I would drive two hours to have a date with him. Before we were married. <laughs> before we were married. Okay, that makes sense. But like, so I could be with him for like an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. I'd give four hours of my time. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like these are things that are not typically common mm -hmm. of people. But what would happen if George and I now, like, married, just stopped trying to give to each other? Or Buddy stopped trying to pursue Serena and Serena stopped trying to pursue Buddy? Mm -hmm. Like, that marriage would get stale real fast because mm -hmm. you fell in love with the person, but you also fell in love, like, with them, be, like, with that love, too. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I, in my lunch today, I had a note that said, I sneezed because God blessed me with you. Oh, Serena. That, that, that blessed me. I'm going to take away one of your jokes in my phone because I feel like that moment just killed it. I thought it was great. Well, you know, I, I'm, I, glad I'm sorry. You guys I kind of have each other. <laughs> me too. Me too. Um, I didn't mean to hijack your point. No. But, um, uh, but you know, well, one of the things, though, that, that comes, you know, with, with that love, you know, and, and that, that first love, you know, with, like, with Serena, like, I think about her, you know, all, yeah. all, all the time. Like, all of a sudden, my appetite for other things changes. Yeah. You know, my, my appetite for, for uh, you know, for other people it yeah. cha changes. You know, my, ap like, you know, when we first started dating, like, I didn't think about any other woman. You know, I just thought about her. And uh, even now, <laughs> it's the same, just to clarify. Um, you, you know, like, it, it, that's just because, because of my love for Serena. I'm, look, she, I'm looking at her because she's over there. Um, you know, my appetite for anything else changes. Um, and, uh, and it's the same thing with the yeah. things of the Lord. Whenever I'm truly hungry for the Lord, my appetite for worldly things shifts. Yeah. So suddenly, I don't want to spend as much time you know, uh, watching movies. I want to spend time in the Word. I want to spend time in fellowship with the Lord. I want to spend more time just just being close to Him because, man, how much love did He yeah. pour out on me? I don't do it because, you know, yeah, yeah. I praise Him for what he, He's done. It's because of what He's done that I'm actually able to have fellowship with Him. Yeah. You know, I can't, I couldn't do that without Christ. But, but I'm not paying Him back for what He did. I'm, I'm, reciprocating the love that he showed me in the first place and, I, and I'm receiving that love and now I'm like God because of your great love for me I and not just because of that I, I just love you Lord yeah and I want to spend time with you I want to I want to be in fellowship with you that's what hunger looks like you know I don't want to spend as much time you know uh you know and and, and watching tv shows and movies and stuff like that is not wrong but if I'm never spending time with the Lord because I'm spending all my time doing those other things it's a symptom that my hunger for the Lord is 
Yeah. Probably not there, you yeah. know, like it should be. And we can all grow more in our hunger for the Lord. Like I'm not, because like you'll, you'll have people who say, you need to take your TV and burn it and destroy it because why do all the couches in the, in the living room face the TV? Because it's an idol. You know, like, like that's. Which it could be in it, your it, life. If, if, if it could be. If that's the Lord, then burn it. If that's the Lord, yeah. <laughs> um, but like, but I'm not going to, like, I'm not going to be here and say that's, let's sure. say the Lord, destroy your TV <laughs> because how are you going to watch Lunch Plus? But, um. I mean, you have a phone, but so anyway, but, 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 you know, what, I, what I'm saying is this, it can easily become that, you know, for it, sure. you, we can easily get to a point where we hunger more for the Lord than we hunger or, or hunger more for spiritual junk food than we hunger for the things of the Lord. Yeah. You know, what am I filling myself with? How, how am I filling? Cause, cause I, you were talking before about like the different things you eat. Uh, let's be completely honest. If I fill myself with things that are healthy and good for me, mm-hmm. give it time my body will begin to crave those things, and my body will begin to recognize the things that that that's good for it. And it'll reflect it. Yeah, yeah. Ah. I thought that's where you were going. That's so. not where I was going. That's a good point. That's a really good point. Just, I'll just hand it over to you. Well, no, like, <laughs> like take it, take it. You'll you'll look like what you're yeah. feasting upon. That's like truly, yeah. it's it's not a secret that if all we do is sit on the couch eating Cheetos and drinking Mountain Dew, eventually we, we will look reflect. Like a Cheeto. <laughs> you look like a Cheeto today. <laughs> Honestly, though, like you, you look like a cheese puff. Mm-hmm. That's my new favorite thing. I want to start saying that. We can make a shirt. You look like a cheese puff. Oh my gosh. That probably wouldn't work out very well. I really like it, but you, you know, are tr- what you eat. <laughs> truly, like mm-hmm. it's. And that I know that that's been cliched, but your body does reflect it outwardly, inwardly. If we're feasting on Sorry. crud, <laughs> like you said, when I when I lived on to, off Takis, I looked dead. She's not wrong because <laughs> Takis are the worst. She's not wrong. Like Marky during that season of her life, if you look back on pictures, I call that scary Marky time because that I love you. <laughs> Marky was literally talking yesterday, day talking. before. She was talking <laughs> about how when she came to North Carolina, she gained what she called happy weight because she was happily eating because she was ha- like she was in an environment and she was eating food. But when you're feasting on like just crud all the time, most of the time, yeah. there's a symptom that's causing you to do that. Yeah. Like whether it's laziness or there's just outliers in your life that are adding pressure yeah. and foods become a comfort. But when we're disciplined, our bodies reflect it. Yeah. We look like we're disciplined. We talk yeah. like we're disciplined. Our actions reflect discipline. It's the same way with God. Yeah. Yeah. No, well, I'm not going to get there. But, you know. <laughs> It's true. Like spiritual things, you can you can you can look just look at a person. And you can tell have they been feasting on the word or have they been feasting yeah. on on things. You know when people have fear just on yeah. their face, you can tell they they haven't been feasting. You can on the see word. it in people's yeah. eyes for sure. Yeah, when they've been feasting on drugs, <laughs> I mean you can see it. You know you can it, it. They many of them look exactly the same. Why? Because what they've been in taking in is what's what's yeah. showing out. You know it's what's what's coming out. You know, one of the most important things for any of us to recognize is literally what what comes inside of you is what comes out. You know, Jesus says a man speaks what his heart's full of. So you don't even need to see it on their face. Um, you don't even need to see it on their face, but uh, you, you listen to people's words. Yeah. You can tell. You can tell. Have they been meditating on the word of God or have they been med- meditating been on... They've been cheese puffing lately. Yeah. Have you been puffing cheese lately? No. 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 Um, I think we took sorry. it wrong. 
I think we crossed. I, mean, I think we I'm went sorry, too far. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> just, let's, let's just take it back. But like, I feel like this is when like old people try to stay hip with the kids. <laughs> like, mark you after the corner. Yeah, yeah. No, that's what you yeah, did. That's, uh, that's cap. <laughs> oh, bad. Anyway, we just lost all the kids. <laughs> it's okay. Um, we love you, Eo and Bella. Whenever you watch this. <laughs> yeah, um, but but you know the, the reality is this: like you, Jesus said. Jesus literally said. Uh, a man speaks what his heart's full of. So, like, if I say something, I'm like, oh, no, man, how, why did I say that? It's because that was in me. Yeah. You know, that's because that's something that I've been eating. Yep. And I've been feasting on. Yep. Um, and so so what I need to choose to do is I need to choose. I'm going to begin to feast on something different. I'm going to feast on what God said. I'm going to feast on the Word. And I'm going to feast on that fellowship with the Lord. And as I do that, what comes out of me, like, whenever a situation comes, you know, what? Let's just give like a generic example, right? Jesus, take the wheel. I don't, I don't know. That's the first thing that came to my mind. But like, let, let's song. say, let's say, let's say you're driving down the road, you know, and all of a sudden, you know, someone cuts out, or or like a deer comes out on the road. What comes out, you know? Carrie Underwood. Carrie Underwood. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel, right? Well, what comes what comes out in those moments? What's inside of you? Sure. You know what comes out in those moments is what what's inside of you. Sure. And so th- that's an important that's an important thing for us to recognize. And if the wrong thing comes out, well, praise God, it just exposed something that I can work yeah. on. Yeah. You know, it's not not condemnation or anything. You know, but it showed, hey, I that that shows me that I have another level of hunger that I can go to yeah. essentially. And, and so all of us that are watching. We have another level of hunger that we can go to. Yeah. You know, we can all grow. We can all we can all reach another level of hunger. And that's the point of this is because when we when I reach an, the next level of hunger, yep. I reach the next level of power that Good. God has for my life. Yep. You can put that in the comments. Whenever I get to that next level of hunger, I'll reach the next level of power. And, and, and it's not because, you know, because of what I'm doing that I'm walking in power. It's because yeah. I'm entering deeper into a relationship <laughs> and a fellowship with my father that that his character and his nature just begins to flow out yeah. of Yeah. Well, and you see that too. Like the here's the thing, maybe you've never I just saw Hannah put in the comments in all caps. Cap. In all caps. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I promise we'll stop. Mm, but <laughs> nah. you, you can you, you can promise that. I <laughs> I'll I'll stop for the okay. rest of the broadcast. Okay. But when we turn to the Lord, it's not that we need to expect it to take mm-hmm. long, but let's say that you have never hungered before and you go and you're like, okay, I'm going to hunger for God today. And you don't necessarily feel different. Like the feeling doesn't accompany the decision. And it's like, oh, I'm going <laughs> to hunger for God. And then you spent the day praying. And honestly, if you spent the day praying and being in the word and worshiping, you're likely going to feel different. But let's say you don't for whatever reason. That doesn't mean you. That doesn't mean we stop. You know, it, in the book of Acts, when they were in the upper room, it says it doesn't. <laughs> it says that they were in the upper room where they were staying. You know, Jesus told them that the Holy Spirit was going to be coming, and it says that they were all continually, continually devoting themselves to prayer, yeah. along with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and his brothers. Now, here's the thing. And you go over to um, chapter two and it says, when the day of Pentecost had come. So the fact that they were continually devoting themselves to prayer. And then it says, when the day came, that leads me to believe it was not an immediate. They hit the upper room and all of a sudden, wabam, the power came right then. 
Yeah. So there was a process of hungering. Yeah. There was a process of purifying themselves mm -hmm. and getting all the worldly gunk, yeah. all those other things out mm -hmm. of their head. Yeah. They were continually devoting themselves yeah. with prayer. They were continually feasting upon the word that mm -hmm. Jesus had given them and yeah. the instruction. But God honors his word. So even if it... Yeah. Even if God were to not have an immediate show up, show out, massive blowout prayer time with you in your house, that doesn't mean that God's not answering you. And it doesn't mean that God's not with you and the answer's on the way. It was on the way for them. They had to stay consistent. They had to stay hungry. And the ones who did, all of a sudden there came from heaven a noise like a violent rushing wind and it filled the whole house where they were sitting and there appeared to them tongues as a fire distributing to themselves and they rested on each one of them and they were all what? Filled. Yeah. Those who hunger shall be filled. Yeah. They were hungry. They were hungry. That's yeah. why they were there. Yeah. Not just because it was a cool thing to do. They were hungry. Yeah. They wanted their Lord. They wanted the promise of what he said yeah. was better than mm -hmm. him. Yeah. Well, what can be better than you, Jesus? I don't know, but I'm going to find out. Yeah. And so they're there in the room and they were filled yeah. with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Filled with the Holy Spirit. So even if you start today and you've never hungered before, and you're like, I'm going to get hungry for you. And you don't have a massive upper room experience. Ten seconds later, keep hungering. There's verse upon verse in the word. But the one that the Lord has just for years has ministered to me. It's, it's one that I've, I've made mine is in Jeremiah 29 verse 12 through 14. You will call upon me. And come and pray to me, and I will listen yeah. to you. That's a guarantee. That's a promise. You will seek me. You will find me when you search for me with all your heart. How are we searching? With hunger. Yeah. When you're hungry, you're going to yeah. dedicate yourself yeah. to it. I will be found by you, yeah. declares the Lord. Yeah. If we come to him. Not only will we find him, not only will he listen to us, we will, he will be found by us. He will be found by us when we search for him in hunger. Yeah. In with hunger. Our, with all our heart. Yeah. yeah. I, I've shared this multiple times with, with the teenagers, um, but one of the greatest deceptions that the devil has, because the Bible also says that God is a rewarder of those diligent, diligently seek him. Hungrily. Yeah. Hungrily. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and and one of the greatest deceptions that I feel like the enemy has tried to bring into the church is um, that the, this apathetic pursuit of God yeah. that, that that's sufficient. Mm -hmm. And and w where the deception comes is if if you seek me and find me when you seek after me with all your heart. But um, if the devil can convince us that you don't have to seek after him with all your heart, but you know just passively maybe half-heartedly seek after him. Uh, it, that'll be fine. But mm -hmm. then whenever we half-heartedly seek him, we won't find him. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the reality. We won't find him. And if we're not diligently seeking him, we're not going to see the, the reward of, yeah. of that diligent seeking. So, so where the deception lies then is whenever I half-heartedly seek him and not diligently come after him, but just yeah. apathetically do it, I'm not going to see the power of God yeah. whenever I need it. And then that's when the devil will kind of jump in and be like, see, if God was real... He would have done something. Yeah. If God was true, 
he would have, he would have moved. You know, if God was if if God was really good, he would have healed that person. But there was a half-hearted pursuit. There wasn't yep. any diligent hunger after that. And because of that, there was no power in manifestation. Yep. And then the devil will try to then turn people to God, against God and yeah. convince people, is God really real? Because if he was, he wouldn't be dealing with this right yeah. now. And, and there's a huge deception in that. We need to seek after him with hunger, with, with all of our heart. We need to hunger and di diligently pursue him. Because when we do that, the power of God will be manifest. Yeah. And, and, and if it's not manifesting, there's just new levels of hungers that, yeah. that, that we can run. New levels of hungers. New level, there's, there's another level of hunger that we can attain to. It's not, yeah. it's not like, well, if you're not seeing the power of God, then you're not hungry enough. Well, uh, you know, that's, there's basically what we're saying is if this is in God's word and if God, is, God has told us to do that, the grace to, to, to hunger is there. Yeah. You know, it's, it's my responsibility to hunger after him, but the grace is available to, to bring me to that level. Yeah. God's not going to say hunger and thirst and then not help us. It's yeah. not his responsibility for me to hunger, but he'll, he'll help me for sure. For sure. And, and so like, there's not, there shouldn't be any condemnation in any of this. You know, what, what we're saying is there's more that God has available for yeah. you. And no matter what level you're on, I, even Pastor Brian will say there's more levels that I can Absolutely. go. You know, there's a higher level of hunger that he can go to. Uh, Hannah even put in the comments earlier when you were talking about Dr. Richard Moore, you know, where when uh, Dr. Rodney told him that, that he needed to hunger more. If Dr. Richard Moore has higher levels of hunger that, that he, to, to rise to, yeah. that, me too, you know. Yeah. Even Jesus, you know, when Jesus, Jesus went into the wilderness for 40, for 40 days and fasted and prayed. What, what was that? That was a sign of hunger. Yeah. And whenever he came out of, it, out, out of that 40 days, what does the Bible say? And then he came out with, full of the Holy Spirit and power. You know, he, he, he was anointed and and, uh, with the Holy Spirit and power yeah. so, that he can, so that the power of God will manifest. Because Jesus himself was hungry. Yeah. So if Jesus had a hunger after God, how much more do I have to, uh, you know, hunger after God? And, and God will help me reach those new levels as I... As I as I come to him and say, Lord, help me in mm -hmm. this. You know, as I as I uh, stop eating spiritual junk food yeah. and start eating like the good things of the Lord. You know, and as you know, as I recognize the importance of hunger. As I, and like pa Pastor has a list of ways to get hungry. I literally thought Serena had texted you for a second because you cut no. your eyes over there. I was like, he's no. texting him love notes so, right now. So, so, but, but these are pastor seven keys on how to get yeah. hungry for God. Uh, ask God to help move you to hunger. I was trying to do it in my head. Uh, recognize your need for hunger. Uh, stop eating and filling up spirit on spiritual junk food. Get around hungry people. Yep. Uh, get eternally minded. Yep. Focus on the difference between God's normal and what you've seen so far. Think heaven versus earth. So if it's not normal in he on heaven, it shouldn't be normal in my life. Yeah. And, if, and if it's become normal in my life, I can hunger more. Yeah. Um, and then fast and pray. Well, and you, you were mentioning fasting, and, and it's there on the list yeah. as well. So often we think that fasting, the action of fasting moves God. No, it moves us. Yeah, it moves like us. Like fasting out. moves us into that position. That's why fasting is an action of hunger. Not because we're physically starving yeah. ourselves. It's not that sort of hunger. Mm -hmm. It's God... I'm fasting because I need to purify myself. 
I need to give myself to you. And that's what Jesus was doing. He, he, look, there was no sin in him, but he was in the world Mm -hmm. and he needed to get some of that world that had tried to attach itself to him off. You know, it's like one of the things pastor says about the importance of coming in on a Sunday morning and being under the word and being cleansed by the word. It's not that we're, you know, once you're saved, it's not that you're some dirty, rotten sinner. We're walking through the world. So the bottom of our feet are going to have like mud caked on them because we've been walking through. It's not in us. It tried to be on us. So Jesus goes out and purify, is purifying himself, dead, not desecrating. He was, (laughs) that's the wrong word. (laughs) Um, He was separating himself unto God. Not because he's like, okay, okay, God, now it's time for you to move. It's time for you to move. Mm -hmm. No, it's, Lord, I want you. I want you in the garden. It was, Lord, I want your will more than mine. Mm -hmm. I'm hungry for you. So this is going to physically hurt. There's going to be stuff I'm going to go through. I personally, Jesus, don't want to do this. But my hunger for you is so much stronger Mm -hmm. than anything else. I'm going to do what you're telling me to do. I want you. That's why Jesus would go away by himself because he wanted God. I, like Jesus was like a superhero because I don't know when when he slept ever, but he would wake up early to yeah. go up to the mountain to go be with God because he was hungry. If anyone was justified to sleep in, feel like it's Jesus who mm-hmm. all of the time is spent yeah. giving to the people, mm-hmm. but he made the time for mm-hmm. what he was hungry for. Yeah. It's easy to say, I don't have time to hunger anymore. Like yeah. I'm doing all I can do. I guarantee that I'm that I'm not. I guarantee I'm not. I'm, yeah. I can promise you. Yeah. I can carve out more time for yeah. him. I promise I you I can give up more things for him. Yeah. There's there's more that I can do. Yeah. And if I'm hungry for him, we will do the things that we want to do. Yeah. Like that's the thing about humans. We'll do what it is that we want. We yeah. will make the sacrifices yeah. for what we want. Yeah. Like tell somebody that they're about to lose their phone. They'll figure out a way to like pay that next bill so that way they can have yeah. their phone access on them. Yeah. Are we willing to give whatever it takes to yeah. get that much more of God? Yeah, yeah. well, you, you'll drive eight hours to go to Disney World. Will sure. you drive eight hours to go to a, an anointed ser- like yep. set of meetings? You know, you'll, you'll pay a $1,500 for a phone. Will you, will you give that in the offering? Yep. You know, you, you will do, like, like you just said, you will make time for the things you're hungry for. So yeah. Jesus, get up, getting up early, you know, to pray. He was more hungry for the Lord than he was for sleep. Yeah. You know, so a question is like, what are you hungry for? That's yeah. that's the real question. What what am I hungering after? Yep. Am I more hungry for the TV show than I am for fellowship with the Lord? Yep. Am I hungrier for to to sleep, you know, for sleep than I am for the Lord? Am I hungrier for food than I am for the Lord? Yeah. You know, there shouldn't be anything that I'm hungering for more than the Lord. Well, and one of the things that pastor says often, and Sammy, I don't want you to put up if 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 you'll hear, I don't want you to put up the giving lower third because of what I'm, I'm about to say. I don't want this to provoke people. But one of the things that pastor has said here in the ministry is, you know, finances are like bottom, like baseline. Mm-hmm. It's like finance, yeah. kingdom finance is 101. That's like yeah. kingdom business 101. Yeah. Yeah. Finances are a great indicator of things. I remember Teddy talking to me before I, before I ever came here about exactly what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Are you willing to spend 
X, Y, Z on God? Like, are you willing to invest that into the kingdom more than you're willing to invest it into yourself? And he, like, he was sharing with me, he will never spend more on himself than what he's given to God. So, like, if his brand new TV is worth $3,000, he's like, I need to have given $3,000 to God before I'll go buy that. Honestly, our checkbook, like, our bank account reflects what we're hungry for. Like, it's one of the reasons that I love when tax, I don't love taxes, but I I really enjoy, like, when giving statements come out and tax time comes around because George and I have purposed in our hearts, we have a vision of living off the 1% and sowing the 99 back into God. And are we there yet? No. But we have a desire to increase that each year. And the Lord's been faithful to do it. But... Even now, like looking at all the stuff, like I get convicted when I look and I see, well, we're giving this much percent, but our, our rent is 50% of our finances. I don't want my rent to like, God, I'll live in a tent. And this is, this is my ditch. Like, I'm not saying that this is right, but I like my heart is so desirous to give to God that I've literally said, I'll go live in a tent outside if you want the house. If you want what I'm making and paying for our, our rent each month, I'll do that. And there's been times where I've been hungrier for fast food than I am the diligence it takes to go to the grocery store and be a good steward. Yeah. There's totally been times of that. And my bank account reflects it. Yeah. I'll go in and be like, oh, I was hungrier for Amazon Prime this month. Cool. <laughs> I was hungrier yeah. for clothes. Cool. But it's a great way to start for me to see what have I actually been hungry on? Yeah. Yeah. Even David had that exact same heart. He said, why am I living in a house of cedars while the temple of God is a tent? You know, and like he had a desire. God already had a plan. But you could see, even though that that wasn't God's will, that was that was David's heart. Yeah. You know, David was willing to Hey, you know, like, why, why, why do I have this when God, when God is, you know, in, is in a tent? You know, like, uh, really, where is our hunger level at? And, when and a we, lot of the times it's ourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and so, you know, it's what, what basically all we're doing is we're just kind of pointing this out so that, so that we collectively yeah. can, can be, grow in our level of hunger, yeah. you know, so that we can, we can allow ourselves to reach those levels of levels of hunger it's a good way to it's a good fruit checker yeah like it truly is like king Mm -hmm. finances are like the one baseline Mm -hmm. in the kingdom so if i've ever had that question of what have i been hungry for i look at what am i spending my time on Mm -hmm. and what am i spending my money on those two items what where is my time going and where is my money going shows me what i'm hungry for because maybe your bills, like you, you're good and everything's solid there, but my time, I'm giving it to my phone or I'm giving it to my cat or I'm giving it to my husband or whatever. And my time's not going to him. Those two things will help to show what can I get hungrier in. Yeah. Amen. So today, as you've been listening, there's more, <laughs> there's more, there's more. Yeah. There's more power available. There's mm-hmm. more for us to walk in. Yeah. There's more for us to do. There's more for you, truly. You watching, we don't even know who all of you are. Like We may know those of you live, but in the replay, there's going to be other people watching. We don't know you, but we know that there's more that you're called to do and called to walk in simply because the word of God says that there's more. God's always leading us to increase. So the number one way to increase 
is to hunger. Hunger and humility go hand in hand with overflowing in God's miracle working power. So if we desire, if you desire today, you watching, you desire to grow in the things of God, to grow in the power of God, then I want to encourage you to pray with myself and Buddy as today Buddy and I decide we're going to get hungrier. Like this isn't us preaching at you. This is us talking to each other. And as we're leaving, iron is sharpening iron. And I'm like, I'm not speaking for Buddy. I know for me, I'm leaving here and I'm going to get hungrier because there's things I need to do. There's places I'm called to go. And hunger is what's going to get me there. So if that's you, then just pray with us today. Make that brand new right now for you as we pray. Well, Father God, right now, in Jesus' name, we just ask that you, God, we first and foremost, Lord, we just love you. Yeah. God, we love you. Thank you for your love for us. Father, thank you for, that you loved us so much that you sent your son to die for us. Yeah, God, you. I thank you for your love for us. Thank you, Lord, that you didn't just leave us in our mess, but Father, you empower us through your love to rise up to new levels of power so that, God, the things that we face in life, we have the strength and the power to yeah. overcome whatever comes our way. And Father, right now, we just, we just declare in, in your presence, Lord, that we, we are rising to new levels of hunger. We, yeah. You are our Lord. If you're watching right now, just, just repeat this after me. Say, Jesus, Jesus you, are my Lord. you are my Lord. You are my God. You are my God. Today, Today I give myself, I to, give you. myself to you. I devote, I devote to, rise to rise to another level, to of, another hunger, level of hunger. To seek you in ways, to seek you in ways that, I haven't, in the that past. I haven't in the past. I'm going to a new level I'm going today. To a new level today. I, believe I believe that you died for me. You died for me. And on the third day, on the third day you, rose again you rose again to give me life. To give me life. And I enter in, and I enter in to, that life to that life through hunger. Through hunger. In Jesus' name. In Jesus Name. And Father, right now, I just thank you, Lord, that yeah. as, as we have declared and decreed to hunger more for you, God, give us the grace and the power to rise to those new levels. Father God, yeah. show us the areas of our lives that we need to begin to prune off, the thinking that we need to cut off so that we can, so that we can have more time to, to spend with you. God, show us the areas of our finances that we might be able to trim off so that we can give more into your kingdom. Father, just... God, I, I pray, Lord, that you will just show us how we can love you better. Yeah. God, and as we hunger and thirst for righteousness, I thank you, Lord, that we will be satisfied in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, if that, if today meant something to you, if you received, put something in the put hands up in the comments. We are excited for you because today, if you prayed that with us and you meant yeah. it, then God is going to be able to yeah. show you how much he loves you like that. And that's where it starts. So that we sow this broadcast into you. We give it to you freely because we love you. We're not going to put the giving lower thirds up today. If you were a longtime viewer, you know where to go. And if you're not a longtime viewer, then you can be hungry. <laughs> if you want to give today, like you're able to give, you're able to sow, but it's not under compulsion. The hungry sower will find a way to sell. Yeah. And that's that's what it is. So if you're hungry to do it, do it. 
Lord, bless every seed that comes in today. Bless them abundantly. Bless them now. Press down, shaken together, running over. May it return into their hands. Lord, and I thank you that you provide seed for the sower. And I thank you that you are raising up an end time harvesting, sowing batch of financiers for the gospel of Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 We love you. Thanks for being on with us today. We are going to go to Abby, who has taken Marky's chair. Abby's actually right there right now. So we're going to hand it over to her. We love you. We'll see you Monday. And goodbye. <laughs> oh, we're doing that. <laughs> that you share this broadcast. Spread the word. This was so powerful. Hunger is for everyone. So make sure to share this. Get this out. Send it to your friends. Send it to your families. Send it to your acquaintances. Send it to Buddy's hand puppet. Um, do it. And we love you. We will see you on Monday at 